Welcome to the Evangelism Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Sutherland. Pastors, welcome back. This is episode nine of the Evangelism Podcast. And of course, I'm Joel Sutherland. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for all the uh, positive comments I've been getting about the podcast. I'd love it if you'd go rate uh, the podcast on iTunes. It just helps it get found. And again, if you have any questions, be sure and send those in. You'll get the email address here at the end of the show. But thank you so much for listening in. As the title suggested today, I want to talk about pastor and personal evangelism. Now, here's the truth. You'll hear me say this a lot. A lot of circles, when you throw out the word pastor and evangelism, all they think about is personal evangelism. Now, for sure, that's part of it, but let me digress. As I, as I spoke in the last podcast, there's doing evangelism and building evangelism. And so many pastors are hung up on the doing. I, I actually received a lot of comments about that, uh, you know, the doing versus building. Because if you alone, pastor, are doing the evangelism, if that's your view of what you're supposed to be doing, you doing, you know, all the witnessing, it's all about personal evangelism, you'll probably build a church to a few hundred and that'll be it. You'll really miss out because I'll tell you what will happen. You're going to run out of people to witness to. You're going to run out of a circle of people far from God. You're eventually going to win your neighbors, the people you're playing ball with, your waiters. Like You're, you're going to win them all to Christ or, or they'll say no. And then you're going to run out of people. And so you've, you've got to know how to build evangelism, build an evangelistic church. But having said that, the pastor does need to be doing evangelism, right? Like we all know that as a pastor, we ought to be sharing our faith. So I'm, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. I'm going to give you three reasons it's hard and three ways to help. But we're told by Paul in the scripture, right, that we're supposed to be doing evangelism. Like if, if we have our general Christian charge, right, the same one we preach to, to every other church member, that we have a we have a general Christian responsibility, duty to share the gospel. But we have an extra one. Remember what Paul told us and what he told Timothy, 2 Timothy 4, but be but you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. Right? So we're we we have this inherent responsibility as a pastor to do the work of evangelists. That doesn't mean go out preach revivals and uh, do crusades. No, that means we are to do the work of evangelism in our own church. At the very least, it means that we should be sharing our faith, right? At the very least, it means we ought to be telling other people about Jesus. And so let's talk about it. Just over the next few minutes, let me say just a quick word about the pastor in personal evangelism. No, number one, let me give you three reasons why personal evangelism is hard for the pastor. Pastor, I'm going to give you some help right here. So I'll just say what sometimes you don't want to say. Three reasons why personal evangelism is hard for the pastor. Number one, the saved dominate our schedule, right? 
I mean, we know that, right? Most of our appointments are with people who are not far from God, who are close to God, or they're people who should be close to God, but they're not close to God. Like that, that's a fairly common thing. You're spending your time with church members. You're spending your time with deacons. You're spending your time with staff members. You're spending your time with your own family. You're spending your time with people who are in the church. And let's just be honest, on any given Sunday, the people who are at church that Sunday will fill up your calendar for the coming week or weeks or months. The saved dominate our schedule. We spend a lot of time dealing with Christians whose marriages have gone awry, whose families are in a mess, whose finances aren't where they ought to be, who are doubting their own salvation, who have major life issues and major life problems that require spiritual help. Hey, I'm not knocking that. That's what we do as a pastor. That's part of our calling as a pastor. And so it's hard for us even to, to be around people far from God because the saved dominate our schedule. I'll give you a second reason that we're not great at personal evangelism. And number two is the lost don't clamor for our time, right? They're the opposite of safe people. Have you ever had this happen? Have you ever pulled up on Monday morning after a long, hard Sunday, you pulled up on Monday morning and there are people in the parking lot waiting on you? It doesn't matter who's waiting on you normally. You're just like, whew, it's Monday morning. I don't know that I'm ready for this yet. Can I tell you who, who is almost never in the parking lot waiting on you? Someone who's going to uh, meet you at your car and say, hey, pastor, I don't know you, but I was in the neighborhood and man, really the spirit of God's been speaking in my heart. And I just, I need to ask, can you tell me how to get to heaven? It's just not going to happen. The lost are not going to clamor for your time. They're not going to dominate your schedule. They're not going to, most of the time, even ask for your time. They won't even ask to be on your schedule. One reason you say, well, they should. Well, they don't even know. A lost person many times, especially in the culture we're in now, they, they are feeling the prompting of God in their heart and have no idea what direction uh, for them they ought to turn. So, hey, it's hard to be a, you know, do personal evangelism because the saved dominate our schedule. The lost don't clamor for our time. And number three, people far from God are outside our circles. I heard this stat one time. I don't, I can't prove it. I don't know that it's provable, but I heard it and I definitely can believe it. That when a, when a, when a person comes to Christ within 18 months, they lose, they lose all contact with the lost and dying world. Meaning, 18 months after salvation, if they get plugged in, you know what? Now they're vacationing with people who are Christians. They're hanging out with Christians. They're going out to eat with Christians. They are playing ball with the Christians from the church instead of what it used to be. And, you know, so 18 months, 18 months. They've witnessed to most of their family. They've witnessed to most of their friends. They've either accepted Christ. Well, that's true for an average church member, how much more true is that for a pastor? Pastor, what about 18 years into your ministry, eight years into your ministry, or whatever it may be? You've exhausted your circles that you've been around, and 
people far from God are outside our circles. I'll tell you this, my wife is a realtor and she spends much more time around people far from God than I do because it's random phone calls that come in to her. It's random people that find her on the web. And it's not, it is, I mean, it is people she meets at church and others, but they're oftentimes people who have no idea she's even married to a pastor, you know, because it's, there's a randomness to what she does, but that's not true for us. So uh, let me just say it for a minute, for that and for many more reasons, pastor, it, personal evangelism can be hard. The saved dominate our schedule. The lost don't clamor for our time and people far from God tend to be outside of our circles. Well, let me give you three ways to help. All right, three ways to help. In the last three weeks, I've led two people to Christ and shared the gospel with another outside the church. And um, I just want to tell you how that comes about because it, it's not going to come about naturally. And um, there are some ways you can program it into what you do as a pastor. Number one, how can you be better at personal evangelism? How can we all be better at pers personal evangelism? Number one, find a system. Now, what, here's what I mean by that. Look around at what you do as a pastor. Look around at what your church does as a pastor. Look around and find a way, find out where lostness is around you. And I'll give you the, what we do. I'll give you one thing. I'll give you, let me give you one thing I do. And um, I've developed a system around first-time guests. So we, we, have a, uh, we have a system at our church where we text people personally from me through a web-based system. Now, uh, it's a web-based system, but it also comes to my iPhone, right? So it's an app on my iPhone that I can text from it uh, because we have a voice over internet protocol system for our church. It's, I actually text from my church office number. But here's the deal. My assistant logs into it on the web. And every time we have a first-time guest, and we, we get really good information from guests every week. I register everyone in the church every week, and that lets us get really good guest information. Typically, it's about a dozen a week uh, that we get. Every first-time guest or couple, if it's a couple, I email, I text the husband and, in, and include the wife uh, with that. I'll say, hey, Bob, great to have you and Mary at church this Sunday. So, so I'm only texting the husband in that case. But in every case, I ask this question, and my assistant sends the original text, all right? So there's a system. It comes to my phone, but the original text comes from her, but it's it's from me, if that makes sense. She logs into the system, sends it on my behalf. And so, but after that, I pick up the conversation. And I, you know, I thank them for coming to our church and, uh, Ask them if they have any questions. And then I end with this. I send a second text immediately. The first question is about the church. The second question is this. I say something along these lines. Hey, while I have you, do you mind if I ask you the question, are you 100% sure that heaven is your eternal home? If not, can we talk about that? Now, you're going to be shocked when I started answering, asking that question. By the way, I've not always been doing that. But when I started asking that question, I immediately started getting more responses back. Like say people would respond, yes, I'm 100% sure. Thank you so much for asking me that question. But I also often get people who say, you know what? I don't know. Can we talk? And I'll text them back, hey, you want to do it over text? Can, we, can, can I call you? Tell me a good time to call you. I just find a way to get into the conversation. And so when it happens, 
It's not unusual for me to get to share the gospel with someone leading the cross. I love doing that. And that's a system we build in that my assistant helps me with that. You don't have to have an assistant to help you with that. You can easily do something like that on your own. You could do it through Facebook Messenger. You, you could do it through your personal phone and, and text them depending on the number of guests you get from your personal phone. All I'm trying to do is get in the conversation. Can I tell you what I know about pastors? Here's what I know about pastors. If you get a person far from God in a gospel conversation, you win the majority of the time. Pastors are good at handling the gospel. We're, we're good at sharing our faith. It's what we do for a living. Our problem is never we mishandle the gospel or say rarely mishandle the gospel. Our problem is we don't get in the gospel conversations. So find a system that gets you. Look, it could be at an event. Well, it'll be a lot of work. But imagine with an event that you registered everyone at the event and then you emailed them all. Your, your assistant, a volunteer, can send an email from your personal email address, log them in at a volunteer computer and let them have at it and email everyone and say, hey, while I've got you, thank you for coming to the event. But let me ask you, are you 100% sure? If you're not, just reply to this email and let me know. There's so many ways you could do it. Just develop a system to do it. Number two, leverage the pulpit. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, I thought we were talking about personal evangelism. We are. But if you'll preach the gospel on every single Sunday and then give people space to ask questions. I typically say something like this during the invitation. Hey, we're going to be up here up front after the service. If I have a staff member to my right and my left, I'm going to stand here in the middle for a moment. If you have questions about becoming a Christian, we're not afraid of your questions. We probably had the same questions you do. Just feel free to ask. Now, here's what's going to happen. You may not have them come forward that morning, but what you may have them do is um, contact you later on. When they know you're, it's okay to ask questions, when they know you're not afraid of their questions, when they know that you're willing to sit down with them and just have a conversation about the gospel, that's leveraging the pulpit to get into personal conversations. And number three, ask people this question. Are you 100% sure? that you're going to heaven one day. You know what I've discovered in recent days? A lot of people aren't 100% sure, and it leads to further conversations. I'll give you an example. I've started asking that question in the invitation. Are you 100% sure? And the other day, one of my other staff members led a man to Christ because that percentage got on his mind and he couldn't get it off his mind. And he said, I've never been 100% sure. Now, I didn't wind up leading them to Christ. A staff member did, but I, <laughs> uh, heaven doesn't care who did it. But again, if, if you're a single person, you're the person they go to. If you're, if you're a solo pastor, you're the person they're going to to find the answer to that question. Ask the question, are you 100% sure? And by the way, pastor, ask that question out and about in public. That's a great question to start up a conversation. This is a, when, when you get into a spiritual conversation, just say, hey, let me ask you, are you, are you 100% sure heaven's your eternal home? Are you 100% sure you're going to heaven when you die? Uh, That's a great question to ask, and it can start the conversation because there are a lot of people, a lot of people 
who hold on to, I'm a member of a church. I made a decision a long time ago, but when you start asking them, are they 100% sure? Then you get a little variance and uh, 90% is not good enough. So I know pastor personal evangelism is hard, right? The saved dominate our schedule. The lost don't clamor for our time. People far from God are outside our circles. But let me give you some hope. Find a system where you can just get your way into gospel conversations and you win. Leverage the pulpit and open it up for questions about the gospel and salvation. And then ask the question with the percentage, 100%. You'll definitely be leading more people to Christ. Hey, thanks for listening in today. You'll hear the email address after this as we sign off. And if you have any questions about evangelism you'd like for me to tackle, don't hesitate to email those in. Also, a lot of people ask, we're going to deal here very soon about building an evangelistic church instead of doing evangelism. And I promise you'll reap the reward of that. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Evangelism Podcast. If you have questions about today's episode, or if you have a question about evangelism leadership you'd like for us to discuss in the future, just send an email to joel at theevangelismpodcast.com. That's joel at theevangelismpodcast.com. If you get a moment, leave us a review on iTunes so other pastors can find it as well. And again, thanks for listening in.